Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Bookseller Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast discussing all things Amazon bookselling. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Prime Bookselling. I'm Eric, and we're back with another episode. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about a bit very basic term, but it is a very important term, and I think it's also a term that is quite un- misunderstood by many people. So, and that term is sales rank. And what is sales rank? Um, the way I best describe sales rank is, if anybody is familiar with this, I consider it to be Amazon's page rank. And what page rank is is what Google uses to index all the websites on the internet. They assign a number to every website, and based on that number. You basically, when you search for a certain keyword or something like that, the higher the page rank, the higher the website will show up in Google searches, basically, to simplify it down to a very basic sense. And a lot of people don't realize this, but Amazon is also a search, search engine the same as Google. And because of that, they use similar technologies, and the only difference is, is that instead of indexing web pages like Google does, Amazon indexes products. What does that all that have to do with selling books on Amazon? Well, when you're outsourcing for books and trying to sell them on Amazon, sales rank is going to be one of the primary tools that you're going to use to to decide how quickly a book will sell. So essentially, there is, and please nobody email me and tell me that I have this wrong because I'm well aware that I probably have this wrong, but there's probably, we're going to say, 35 million books on Amazon right now. And in the theory behind it is a book that is ranked one on Amazon is a very fast-moving book. A book that is ranked 35 million is a book that almost never sells. And anything between there. So you'll see 1 through 35 million or however many books there are on Amazon. That's a very basic way to understand sales rank. Now, number one mistake I see here from people is that they immediately assume because a book has a a low sales rank that it's a really good moving book. And the unfortunate thing, that would be great if that were the truth, but it isn't. Because what happens is, let's just say you have a book. I'm going to just use, I have the book that is 35 million right now. <clears throat> that And it's been that sales rank, it hasn't sold in seven years. It's been at 35 million for seven years. We're just going to say that. And what happens is, it... The way, way I describe it, nobody actually knows how sales rank works. Amazon does not disclose that. They keep that very uh, silenced. But to give you a very basic understanding of how it could, how it kind of reacts is, let's just pretend you have a 35 million sales rank book. That book sells today. Let's just say that the moment it sells, it's going to drop down and it's going to become sales rank one. Now, I'm not saying that specifically is what's going to happen, but let's just pretend that happened. And then now for the next seven years, it's not going to sell again before another customer comes along and sells it. So what happens is slowly as more books sell, 
they're dropping down below that book, and that book is just going to continue to climb and continue to climb and continue to climb until enough books have sold and it's back up at $35 million. So the reason I tell you this is because, so let's just say you scan a book, and that book has just sold for the first time in five years. What's going to happen is when you scan that book and you see that sales rank, you're going to see that that you're going to look at that and think, wow, it's at 200,000. Now, in my world of books, one to two million in sales rank on a book is pretty good. Uh, a lot of people would say you don't want anything above a million. I go all the way up to two million. It's all just the kind of seller you are and your personal experience. I guess it's personal taste. But but let's just say you scan this book and it sold for the first time in seven years, two days ago. And it's at 200,000 sales rank. You're going to look at that sales rank and say, hey, the man, that's pretty good. That's a really good selling book. And it's got a lot of profit. You scoop it up. Little do you know that that it's not going to sell for another seven years. So you're going to hold that book in your inventory for seven years before anybody's even going to consider opening buying it. And then you have to hope that at that moment, you're the slowest price seller on there so that you get that sale. So as you can see, the sales rank number can be very bad at predicting. Now, the good thing is, is that really good books, they are constantly selling. So they constantly have a low sales rank. So just because in my example, that's an exception. Normally, if you see a book with a good sales rank, it's probably a good book. But there's plenty of instances where a book sells for the first time in a really long time and get falls into those lower ranks. So what people people much smarter than me have done and most of the software that you're going to use in your Amazon business today has this already built into it. So you really don't have to worry too much about this because you're always going to be using it anyways. But what they do is they cre create it what's called average sales rate. And what that's doing is they, they themselves are checking Amazon every day on a product, collecting what the sales rank is that day, and then they're averaging it out over a certain period of time. It might be 30, 60, 90, 180 days, whatever, whatever their system does. And what that does is that kind of smooths out that bumpiness. So if a book... If in the first instance I said this book was $35 million, shot down to 200000 because it just sold and they just steadily climbed up, well, if you take an average over 90 days of that book, it's still going to have a pretty high sales rank even though the day you scanned it, it might have been really down low. So it still gives you a much better idea of how good that book really is. And when you are... When you're looking at tools to start sourcing, I highly, highly recommend to you that you make sure that those tools have average sales rank and are not using actual sales rank. Most scenarios, any tool that you subscribe to and pay a fee to, generally today they are going to have average sales rank in them. Um so, but you, I would highly recommend to you that you always use average sales rank for, for your sourcing requirements. Do stay away from, while I, while sales rank is great and it worked at one point in time, average sales rank is far superior. 
The other thing, though, I do want to point out with average sales rank, there is a slight downside to this. From Keep in mind that Amazon does not provide average sales rank. So what's happening is Amazon is providing sales rank data. Third-party companies are taking sales rank that sales rank data, collecting it, and creating your average sales rank. What that means for you is, is that from tool to tool, the average sales rank may change. And what I mean by that is, is that you could go to this one tool you use, scan it, and then immediately scan it on a different tool, and they might show two different average sales ranks. And that is just because one company is doing it differently than another company. You know, because generally some of them do use like a big proxy to get all this data. Like they might pull it from like a company like Keepa. So it might be consistent, but a lot of times they're doing it on their own. And if they do it on their own, it could be different from platform to platform. It should always be pretty close, but it will be different. Don't be alarmed by that. Because it's still a far superior way of, of sourcing than using the actual sales rank. And just to swing this back around one more time, because I do want to point out that when I first started selling on Amazon, average sales rank was not a thing. So we always use actual rank. And that does work. I feel like I would never source without average sales rank anymore at this point in time. But if you're like, I'm just not comfortable with the fact that other companies are providing this data and I don't really trust them, that's fine. If you want to use regular sales rank, it will work. It'll be trustworthy. You might just buy a book every once in a while that you thought was a really good seller and it just turns out to be a dot. But I just I think it's very important that you understand what sales rank is because sales rank first of all is one of one of the more misunderstood things especially for beginning Amazon sellers and two it's also one of the most important criteria you're going to use on a daily basis in sourcing. There are very few people that <clears throat> that um don't use sales rank as part of their sourcing formula. And some people will say, well, I don't use sales rank. I use drops instead. Well, what, again, what a drop is, is they're just, somebody is tracking sales rank and they're tracking the drops in the sales rank. So it's essentially they're using sales rank. They're just using it in a little bit different of a way. So in, um, I particularly, when I source books, like, I don't know, I can't really give you a good answer to why I do this, but when I source a lot of other things, which I actually don't source a lot of other things, but in the times I have, I use drops, but I almost never use it with books. And I don't know why. I think that's probably me being old school and I've just always used sales rank. So I stick with sales rank, but with that, I hope this kind of gave you a better understanding of sales rank. If it did not, feel free to leave me an email and I will try to get whatever questions you have answered about it better. Um, but because I do think as a as a beginning Amazon seller, this is an important aspect that you should look at and think about and understand before you really start diving into sourcing books. So 
with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Again, um, as always, I thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I do have an email, sales at kingsridgemedia.com. If you got any questions, shoot them over. We'll, we can definitely answer them for you, as well as check out the show notes of this episode. Um, we do have a couple of Amazon services that we do provide to be to booksellers that can help them get support with just getting their store up and running, as well as a couple different services we provide to help you easily source inventory for your Amazon business. So check those out if you're interested in learning more about those. There's there is you can follow the page and it'll get you signed up, and you can uh, just book a call with me and we can sit down, talk about it, figure out what. Um, what we can do to help you. So again, I thank everybody for tuning in and we'll see you in two weeks on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Prime Bookseller Podcast. Join us for the next episode as we discuss all things Amazon bookselling. 